it's one o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Afternoon to you right here, your number one family radio 92.3 Inspiration FM. My name is OBINNA, that's Obina for short, and I welcome you to Wellness Half Hour. And anytime you hear my voice on Wellness Half Hour, you know, you just know that Dr. Patrick is unavoidably absent. Um, and of course, I always try to do this with uh, Body Mechanic, and he's here in the studio <laughs> with me this lovely, lovely Sunday afternoon. And um, interestingly, we were supposed to have a guest from uh, the Nigeria Drug Law Enforcement Agency, but um, he isn't here at the moment. But we do hope that he joins us, yeah. or maybe some other time we can yeah. have him yeah. on 
uh, wellness uh, half hour. Uh, when we talk about NDLEA, of course, you do know that what we want to discuss is something that uh, haps on the subject, drug abuse. Uh, interestingly, uh, it's uh, quite amazing that we do have body mechanic because uh, we understand that the abuse of drugs basically clogs the mechanism of the human body. All right, uh, we get to have. Uh, so if I'm going to talk in in vehicular terms, the car brain box begins yep. to have some serious issues. You begin to see check engine light and various error codes, and as a result, the car really does not function properly. Maybe there's a hard start in the morning. Uh, maybe there are other things as well. Maybe even an engine uh, knock or you know all kinds of uh, complexities and problems as a result of you know being abused. And we want to see the correlation between um, uh, the abuse of a vehicle and of course the abuse <laughs> of the human body. Is it the same? Do we have the same kind of reactions? Because you would hear things like, ah, come on, I've been doing this. Uh, I'm, uh, I've been doing this for over 20 years. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. It works for me. Uh, but it may not work for you, but it works for me. <laughs> I want us to look at this holistically, and uh, that's why we have Body Mechanic. He's the guy who's going to diagnose the situation <laughs> to help <laughs> us understand better. Good to have you, man. Thank you so much for being here. It's always a privilege and opportunity to be on set and on air with you. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to Dr. Patrick Ejewery. Thank you so much, Doctor. I'm indeed grateful. And to the IFM family, I will say this. Thank you so much for this huge opportunity. I'm very, very grateful. I don't take it for granted. Now, you talk about drug abuse. Mm. Now, there's drug abuse, there's workout abuse. Mm. Right? People say to me, look, what do you mean by workout abuse? You're supposed to do a certain amount of reps and sets. You All do right. more. Now, you're supposed to take two glasses of water. You take three glasses of water. It's the same with your car when you put water in your car. Okay. Right? Yeah. It tells you there's a regulator. It tells you when it's supposed to, when you're when you're supposed to stop. So when you get to the point to stop, All right. you exceed it. Right? Now you're told to take two paracetamol in the morning. Am I supposed to mention brand? No, it's so, it's actually paracetamol is not the brand. Okay. It's, beautiful. It's the beautiful the, the, the medication two tab, itself. Two tab, two tab in the morning, two tablets in the morning, two tablets in the evening. You have a prescription. Obina, there's a prescription for you for three days. If symptom persists, what do you do? Mm. Consult your doctor. Okay. See your doctor. See your physician. Mm. Right? Now, when you exceed, you get to the third day, you're still having this funny symptom. It's still there. Okay. You're trying to bring it down. You're still having funny. Oh, I'm still having fever. I'm feeling feverish. I'm still having a headache. All what right. do you do? Go see your doctor. Mm. So they need to do an assessment. They check your blood pressure. Okay. They make sure your body is ready. Okay, you're fine. Okay, go ahead and do this. Right? All right. Now there's a prescription. Now you don't do that. What do you do? You go get something else. I, I need an I, I need a higher dose. Okay. I need something stronger. Give me something strong that will help me. Now you take this something strong. There's a side effect. There's an effect. What do you do? You now rush to the doctor to help you. How is it going to help you? Now the thing is, now there's abuse of drugs. There's addiction. Hmm. There's addiction. Right. Now, you think of the abuse, now you're addicted because even drinking excess water or walking too much excessively becomes a problem when you're sleeping too much. You're addicted to it. Mm. You can abuse sleeping. You can abuse eating. Oh, I like taking my glass of ice cream. I like doing it in the morning. So, you know, every morning you take a glass and it becomes a problem. Now, you're addicted to this glass of mm. ice cream you're doing. Okay. Right? It's the same with drugs. Now, coming now, I saw an Okada guy. I'm going to just chip this in. I saw an Okada rider. A young boy just came out of church. I didn't call my car. I was on the mm. bike. You know, in the back, which just living in church. And I saw this guy. I was on another Okada, you know, not another bike. And the other man said, look. Okay, look at that man. Look at that young boy. Where is he running to? The way the guy 
the speed at the which, speed he, was at which he was on mm. and he passed us the guy was like, where is he running to who's chasing this young man okay. and the thought that came to me is that lord what is this what is this guy on what is he walking on what's walking in his body mm. what's pushing him now you look at these young people now the trend it's not just for the elderly people not the older people it's for young people okay i know ndla is doing a lot so i really wish i guess it's gonna make it to the studio they're actually doing a lot right mm. to help because one now you blame the government you blame society you blame the public not just the public not just the government you as a family because there's a bedrock okay every child started from a home okay every child came from a home all right whether you're an adult today you came from a home you came from a home you're a teenager today from a home now how do we do this take it back trace it back to the house hmm. your child is acting funny your child is dis- disappearing act it disappears it goes in come out and all that you're wondering where did he go Mommy, I, I always like going out by 6 a.m. every morning to do what? Hmm. What's he gonna do? I, I like the fact that you mentioned the origin story of every human being. That's yes. the family. Yes. Uh, but when you take a look at, uh, you take a look at the, will I say, re- recurrent actions of kids and teenagers alike. Uh, could it be said that it is something that it's a culture that was uh, developed? simply by watching their role models their very first role models in life Mm. mom and dad because when you take a look at the fact that a lot of people when they are going through issues they pop a pill yes and um you have a parent yes who uh when there's any slight of anything maybe a headache or something he's just going to appeal without any without seeing the doctor and that child grows with that culture of i can always fix this i can do like my dad did in this situation and uh, when someone tells you that there's a there's a quick fix for depression, you just want to go to it. There's a there's a quick fix for stress. You want to go to it, even if it's not prescribed by a professional. So when you look at all of these things, and and you look at our families today, and I I ask, are we setting the ex- are we setting the examples for non drug use, uh, non drug abusers or drug abusers for the future? Opina, it's so interesting that, look, every sector, every aspect of life begins from somewhere. And mm. I like when Dr. Patrick always said, look, there's a root cause, right? There's okay. a tree, there's a wellness tree. The root cause, and Dr. Patrick has been sharing it on wellness after every time. You meet him on the road, he tells you the same thing, spirituality, your mindset, nutrition, mm. environment, lifestyle. Now, if you don't fix the root source, if you don't have the, the, the bedrock from underneath the source, the foundation, if yeah. it's not done properly, it's going to affect the trees, the branches. Mm. That's the thing. Okay. mindset your mindset what are you thinking what are those things that goes into their mind how do they leave because pictures i will say listen what you do on your kids they take mm. they assimilate they digest and they live on with that okay four things your mind right mm. your thinking your thoughts pattern what are these things they see and when kids see you do stuff they want to copy okay. right imagine your son see you at home you're always smoking Mm. This child will think, oh, it's big. He goes to school, picks up, you know, paper, wrap, roll it, you know, put it in his mouth. The next thing you see this child sniffing, and you're wondering where is it? Where did he get it from? It's from mm. you, because mm. so you, like you said, Obina, you are the first role model of and every listen, child. I'm gonna say this now. I'm gonna say this real strong. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna be talking to Nigerians. I'm talking to teenagers. I'm talking to parents. I know you can hear me now. If we don't watch what 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 the kids the way they're going now the trend the way they're going they're running and they're flying some are flying some are running mm. now if we don't get a hold of them and help them right we're going to have a chaos now how do we get a hold of them i mean since we've established that we are the role models yes um shouldn't we be getting a hold of ourselves open you know why it's interesting now somebody's suffering from depression for example mm. you tell the person what is wrong some can be my dad doesn't say he loves me 
My, mm. my dad cannot, doesn't encourage me. My mm. mom cannot say to me, well done, son. Mm. I Always got a critical. B. Yes, I got a B in class. I got a B and my dad cannot say to me, son, you did good. But you can okay. be better. Right? Thank or you. You, you come back. Even when, I, even when you train someone in the gym and he does 50, 50 push-ups, right? Mm. Or 60 crunches. You go like, wow, that was beautiful. That was very nice. Yeah. The next time we'll try 62. Right? I don't mm. want to go to 70 at once. We can try 62. What okay. have I done? I've helped you to think. I've helped you to create that boundary. Not a boundary, but right, mm. give you give an extra push that okay. you can do more. Right? These things we do to these kids because if you ask most of these kids, some don't just wake up one day and they start taking drugs. Because when I mean drugs, I'm just talking about, you know, prescription drugs. I'm talking about there's so many codeine is there. You have tramadol. You have name them. So many. Mm. Like you find out why are you guys doing these things? Some are going through emotional trauma. Yeah. That's the thing. Now, some of these kids want somebody to listen, mm-hmm. somebody they can talk to. Now, when I mean kids, I'm not just talking about teenagers, I'm talking about pre-time. I mean young kids, young adults, three, four, five years old kids, they want to talk to you. They look at you in the face. My pretty daughter looks at me in the face sometimes when she does something. You see her looking at my face and she, if I'm not smiling, she, won't, she I know she's wondering in her mind, why is daddy not smiling because I've done something wrong? Yeah. Now, you tell her this thing is wrong. Now, don't just think in your mind, my child knows this. No. Nigerians, if you don't watch your kids, if you don't help these kids, how do we create this thing? Create a safe environment for these kids. Come up with events. Come up with, create more awareness. Now, okay. they need to know the side effect. They need to know, the, the not just presently, right? The mm. future. Okay, so I, I, I mean, it's good. I, I like that you're saying that, you know, we need to teach, we need to teach. But, but, but can't you see that there is a lot of ignorance? Yes. Especially amongst parents of today yes. and prospective parents of six months down the line, one year down the line, two years down the line, four years down the line. I'm talking about adults yes. who are probably working, they have their self-sustenance going on and they're probably looking to start a family in a not-too-distant future. How well do you think we know about the uses and the abuses of drugs? Oh, we start back from the house, right? Now, create awareness. Well, now, okay, we understand, but these are adults now. Yes. They are grown. Yes. They are grown. What can we do to ensure that adults who never got the prerequisite knowledge yes know better now beautiful you know the good thing about their help groups out there and wellness alpha dr patrick is doing a great job okay and all that and what do they do come in let's listen create associations create not just associations but create gatherings therapy sessions where people will come in and learn now you might think these people young people know now we said the people don't wait until you're pregnant don't wait until you're married mm. to start walking out or start eating healthy or start thinking about your health. Mm. Because health is, people say health is wealth. I say no, health is cheap. Yeah. Disease is very expensive, right? Create that learning environment. Now, if you're going to be sharing things on the internet, sharing stuff on radio or TV, create awareness. Let them, because people, people spend more time on their radio. People spend more time on the internet, on social media and all that. Now, put this out there. WHO can hear me. I know United Nations is hearing me. I know... I know they are getting this thing, but if we don't even put the it Ministry out there, of Health. even the Ministry of Health is hearing me say, right? Create this. Now, you don't have to make it too, uh, too, how would I put it now? Don't make it too, too big for them to understand. Make it as simple as possible. Mm. Simple, simplicity is the word. Put things out there. Send out tips, right? On TV, create this awareness for, like you just said, I just got married. I don't have a child yet. Mm. What do I need to know? You need to create, pre- prepare their mind. I mean, I do remember growing up uh, in secondary schools. We had, of course, uh, uh, posters in school. We also had people who would come almost every Friday. Yes. Uh, Friday was basically us receiving one new guest yes. coming to talk to us about either sexual education yes. 
or uh, moral instructions. Uh, some of some of them we even had to. There was this partnership that we did with. I think it was DF DFID. I can't remember though. But they brought a script. They brought a story that they wanted us to you know to put into a script and do a short drama. So what they did was they got all of the teenagers in school to be a part of that production. And uh, we, were, we never knew that we were actually learning about drug addiction. We were learning about... So in, in, the, in the studying of the scripts, we realized that, oh, okay, this is wrong. So this is what happens when you do this. Okay, yes. I don't want to be this guy. Yes. Or I don't want to be this girl. You know, uh, and that really helped. But these days... It's weird that we don't even have such things in, in schools anymore. People aren't even making an effort. And I've also, I've also heard that schools are actually turning down people who try to reach out to them to just come and give as simple as ABC instructions on how to live and how not to live. Obina, it's so interesting what you just said now that I look at this, this is a school that was in my gym, right? Okay. And I see these young people outside you know, late for school, you see them fixing their shoes, trying to repair their shoes. Uh, you know, last week I had to stop three other three kids and I asked him, why are you doing this now? And he said to me, I was busy, you know, during the weekend and I said to you, why are you busy? You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to have done this now, right? And I like what you just said. Now, if schools are going to help, right? That is one. Local government is going to help, right? Where you stay, your parents is helping. Okay. Now, it takes a village, they say, to raise a child, right? Does that, does that happen these days? Because... I mean, I do know that these days when somebody tries to correct a child, uh, discipline a child, even when the parent is not there, the parent comes and uh, disrespects that adult in front of that child. Good, good. I'm going to just, you know, know that. Now, it depends on how you correct the child. There's a right way to do it. There's a proper way to do it. Even the right way now, and the correct way. I understand. People are still doing that. I understand, right? Train up a child in a way that you should, when he grows up, he will not depart. Now, when I met these young kids, I was talking to them, right? I was not aggressive. I was not mean. I was not rude. I was talking to them. I had to understand, you know, what they were saying. saying. And, I, you know, and finally, I said, you know what? It's nice. I understand what you're saying, but it's good. But do you want to be the best in your class? I know you're top class. I know you're very brilliant. You're very sound. And they started smiling. I said, you know what? Do you know you go back home? If it's bad on a Saturday get it worked on on saturday then you know monday you're ready for school come to uh. school 7 a.m and you're in class right you want to be number one you want to be like the top people you know the rich people out there you want to be this and i had to pick a role model out there and look at this person you want to be like this person you need to start now to lay the foundation to lay the foundation so it's helping because when i say help kids i know what i'm saying i i see young kids on the road you see some i saw a 12 year old boy two weeks ago under the pedestrian bridge smoking you know, I walked past, I stopped, I turned on, and I came back and I said to him, why are you here? He said, then he was just relaxing. I said, well, are you not supposed to be in school? He said, no. And I said, well, school is in session. You're supposed to be in school. He said, no, I'm not going to school. Why? You know, that I don't have money to go to school. So I understand when some tell me money, right? Money is a factor. Is a factor. Oh, I get course, it. Yeah. You know, that. but sometimes bring it back home. You might live close to the school. Your house is not far from the school. I had uh -huh. to walk. My school was in Nicole, I was in secondary school, right? Okay. I had to walk from Falamon to Husband. To us, it was fun. Uh, of right? course, I mean, we worked in groups. We worked in groups and it was exactly. fun. Yeah. Right? So now you, and it's a good form of exercise uh. when you do it. So now, what am I saying? When you create this thing, the government would play its own part. Okay. Local government people will play their part. Schools okay. are going to play. Hospitals are going to play, play their part. Doctors are going to play their part. Now, if you walk into a fa okay, I'm going to hit this one strong. Now, there's so many pharmacies you see on the road. They're not pharmacy. You see guys pushing wheelbarrow, pushing trucks. Uh, some of them are okay well they call them drug peddlers, anyway. peddlers yes yes and while some of them are i don't even know how to explain it some because of mini pharmacies yeah because because it's interesting because i mean i've walked into 
uh, places like, I mean, we used to call them chemists when yes. we were growing up. Yeah. And um, you would walk in and you see a certified pharmacist in there yes. working for the for the man who owns the place who yes. isn't a certified pharmacist. pharmacist because yes. the, the right thing is supposed to be a certified pharmacist who has a license. Yes. Yes. But it's the other way around. Certified pharmacists are working for people who don't have licenses. And there's a whole lot of, you know, cart placing before the horse uh, so it's 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 a it's a big problem. We get it, okay. But um, looking at this now, I am particularly concerned about the fact that um, people, where people are most vulnerable, yeah, the conversation about drug abuse is not happening as much as it should. Yes, and uh, that is the place of worship. True. Now, when I say you are most vulnerable, honestly, if you really want to take a good look at yourself. Your defenses are actually down yeah. and it's deliberate because in that place um you're being taught that everyone is the same yeah uh, there's nothing to be afraid of uh it's about it's a place that's supposed to culture love basically and help spread love all right um and and basically help us to understand who god is who he is in us and who we are in him yeah. all right so but in those circles there are a handful of places where conversations about drug use and abuse or like it's popularly called these days drug uh use disorder, disorder yeah. yes uh what can we do all right to ensure that we're having the right con- kind of conversations in our churches in our mosques because a whole lot of people sweep it like it, it, this is not spiritual <laughs> all right so we have and i mean we're supposed to because we're spirit beings we're supposed to have an expression of god in everything we do but we have sent we have somehow you know relegated god to just a time and space where we just have devotion da, 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 and when we're done we are back into the world so we just put god in a box yeah and we don't allow the god to you know flow through us in every area of our lives how can we change this narrative how can we mm. get across to people when they are most vulnerable i think i'm going to be talking to medical doctors now I'm also talking about churches and mosques yes, so, as well. Cool. Churches and mosques. I'm looking at medical doctors. Why do I say this now? Medical doctors, like you said, Ministry of Health, that's mm. another thing, right? They need, you need to find, if it means put, put in our stringent laws, right? Laws that look, because kids will always be kids. Children will always be children. They will always go out and they want to do something, right? Mm. How do you prevent this from happening? I like what you said, Obina, creating awareness. Mm. Now, when awareness is on, on the radio Everywhere you turn to, you see this on the billboard, you see this on the streets, you hear this on radio, you hear it on TV, you see mm. it on TV, on the TV screen. You know the side effects. You know if I do this, this will happen. Now, when you say drug abuse, it's not just okay, I take... You can you can abuse even taking fizzy drink. You can abuse it. Mm. Even drinking water. Okay. Even exercising. Even mm. sleeping. Oh, and a lot of people don't know. Yeah, there's something called... <laughs> there's something called um, uh, an abuse of water where you have too much um water in your system yes. it becomes an issue yes and there's an imbalance of some sort yes. and that's in itself is not good yes. mm. so when you do with excess it is a problem now what do they do churches mosque religious bodies because so many people listen to you and you you share you tell them you know 
your message, you have a message yeah, to share with them, share and they take them. what you say, they believe you and they yeah. trust your word and they trust your message. Now, how can you help them? Create awareness from your pulpit, create awareness in your church, in the garden, because they will take the things you say. Exactly. And I love what you said the pictures growing up, you know, that create pictures, stories, tell stories of this addiction. Don't condemn any person that's addicted, don't condemn the person. Mm. Now, that's because one thing. The person could have been you. Yes, it could have been you. So, ask, when they come to you, show them love first, show them care, accept them, listen to them, because sometimes I've been asked, some of them want to talk hmm. some of them want somebody to talk to yeah they want you to listen i do remember a story of a girl um who was stranded for a while um this is quite shocking so i'm going to share this story with you because it's personal to me so she was stranded for a while you know that she went to a prestigious you know secondary school in lagos and she turned to drugs and and all of that and i've seen her now rehabilitated when I saw her story, when she was, you know, talk, it was a pastor basically who actually took it up on, upon himself, you know, to deal with that. But when, and now it's Pastor Tony Rappel. Wow. Now, but when, at the time when the video was recorded, when she was still uh, in that, you know, phase of her life, I couldn't recognize her. When she was rehabilitated, I realized I knew her. Wow. <laughs> now, what was quite disheartening yeah. was the fact that I knew her before I left Lagos, right? We're all we're all in the same neighborhood, right? And and um, when I left Lagos, I of course work took me out of Lagos, out of my family and everything. But um, what kept ringing in my head was all this happened within a space of six years. Six years. Wow. And I'm like, is this how one's life can really just spiral down? Yeah. Yeah. And all I could just say was, God, thank you for not letting her slip away. And thank you also uh, to the pastor who ensured that um, not just her, but many other people too, like yeah. her, yeah. Uh, would be pointed back in the direction of wholeness or wholesomeness in God. I think we should learn not to condemn people we should learn not to turn them away. We should learn not to, to criticize them or we should learn not to insult them or mm. to say bad to them because that young person, might not be a young person, might not be a teenager or a child or an, maybe it might be an adult. Mm. When you see them there in a particular state, don't reject them, mm. right? Because the little care you show, the little exactly. uh, kindness you show to this person will go a long way. Why am I saying this? Now, there's a, there's a, there are effects of drug abuse, so mm. many effects, not just short term, but long term. You do it now as a young person, it goes all the way to when you, when you get married, now you're old, you're 60, 70, the same thing is going to be trending, it's going to be going following you and all that. Now, and what's also very scary is that um, some parts of your activities as an adult get coded in your DNA that when you reproduce, that there are chances that yes. your kids yes. can actually engage in yes. such acts. So I did what am I saying? What, we say, what are we saying here? Start now. Look for help. Search for help. Look for help. And the best time to do it is now. Now, why am I saying this, Obina? Okay, but what about the people who are not dealing with this? Shouldn't we also try to seek to help? Yes. Mm. Yes. I think basically every single one of us should help to create awareness right in your own little fair your own little world where you find yourself create that awareness tell the next person if you're going to be sharing your messages on whatsapp or on, on, or on facebook and all that yeah make sure you share healthy messages sometimes people send messages to you your heart please and you read the message your your, your blood pressure will just go up <laughs> you understand right. please when you send when a message is sent to you please sit down think read digest before you respond all right 
Now, man, I mean, time really isn't our friend, but you know, the the whole aim of what we are asking you to do, or what we are all saying that we should do as a society, as a people, is to bring down the the prevalence rate of drug abuse drug or abuse. drug use disorder yeah. in Nigeria. I mean, look at America. Uh, a lot of people say that people abuse drugs, but to be to this is going to shock you that um, drug use disorder is unfortunately yes, it's common in the U.S. However, it affects. Uh, just a tad above eight percent of the american population eight percent uh to them it's a bad number in comparison to what we have here it's actually a good number all right but it is um about eight percent and of course uh people are trying really hard to do what they need to 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 do exactly uh to you know deal with this issue and ensure that we have more drug use than drug use disorder thank you very much body mechanic for being a part of the show today thank, thank you, you as always uh it's a pleasure having you here thank you and much. uh do not touch that dial because uh saying it with music comes up next and after that will be sunny irabo live do enjoy we're the station other stations are trying to beat inspiration 92.3 fm inspiration Nigeria's number one family radio station. What to what to keep listening to original Naja. Um, uh, whatever you are, whatever you are doing right now, just stop it, leave it, leave it, leave, put it in 92.3 Inspiration FM. Listen, keep listening to original Naja. Uh, uh, my people, this is uh, uh, Senator uh, Eda uh, Doctor Chief Eda O. <laughs> I am the uh, uh, senator representing the Eastern Constituency for Original Niger 92.3 FM. If you are not listening to us, hmm, now forget it. From the east <laughs> to the west, north and south, Original Niger for life. My name is all famous VJO Square. The radio Senate President, Original Niger, the People's Assembly. 1 to 2 p.m. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays on Inspiration Night. 82.3 FM, Lagos, Nigeria. C- can you describe the feeling when the vibe hits you? Oh my God, it's amazing! You just got to love it. It's awesome. All right, just check it out. Welcome to the Vibe, the city of urban, fresh and hot and smashing sounds. Sound, sound, sound. When the Vibe machines are unleashed on the city. The biggest songs. What's it by now? What's it elevate? Oh, God, I said, I'll be ready to show that's all you can. The biggest artist, celebrity gist, and of course, you. Put it together, we got the Vibes Machine. The Vibe on Inspiration 92.3 FM in Lagos with Oluwan Chocoberry Topag. World famous VJ All Square, The Vibes Machine, 8.30 to 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday on Super Drive Time. The Vibe on 92.3 FM. Welcome to the city of the Vibe and the Machines. So, what makes me tick? Well, you tell me. Just tune in to Inspiration 92.3 FM, your number one family. It's one o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM.
Mary Slesser was a hard-working Scottish male woman and an unorthodox Sunday school teacher. He was inspired by David Livingstone, became a missionary in Calabar, Nigeria, an area where no European had set foot before. Despite several bouts of illness and constant danger, she lived with the tribes, learned their language and traditions, earning their respect. And one of the most memorable achievements was to put an end to the killing of twins in Nigeria. When Southern Nigeria became a British protectorate, she became the first ever female magistrate in the British Empire and a skillful diplomatic emissary. Mary Slessor is more than just a woman. Inspiration FM, more than just the radio station. Yo, what's up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and welcome to another Sunday's programming of Wellness Half Hour with Dr. Patrick Ijeware. Every Sunday, we come to you. You allow us into your space to share with you health, wellness, well-being from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart that there are five pillars to wellness. Spiritual, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. Today and this month, we will settle down to look at a scourge in our society. Well, it's really global, and this, and this data is, is quite alarming. Even in the so-called developed countries, the data is increasing. The occurrence of this ailment is increasing. This month of June, we will explore diabetes from all the perspectives, the mindset, nutrition, the lifestyle, your environment. We'll even talk about the issues of genetics and we'll visit the component of how do you define this disease and how you define it is how it shows up and also how you will approach it. We'll look at the de definitions conventional, unconventional, wellness, holistic. Today, we'll start with the nutrition component and a bit of mindset. For the mind plays a significant role in our understanding, our speaking, and a manifestation of the ailments that occur in the body. We have a special guest with us today, our nutritionist, our nutritionist, your nutritionist, Miss Sharice. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, doctor. How are you? We are awesome, blessed, and highly favored. Wonderful. Delightful Sunday. Weather's just perfecto. It is. Diabetes. Yes. A global menace. Some will say we've done it to ourselves. Others will say, well, it's genetics. Some will say, well, it's the environment or it's the new lifestyle we've all adopted. Help us break it apart bit by bit. How should one understand diabetes? Okay, so diabetes is raising of the blood sugar. And so we want to come from a perspective of the mindset, first of all. One, 
either you've been diagnosed with diabetes, what exactly does that mean to you? Do you have a familial history of diabetes? Do you, have you in the past had gestational diabetes? Because all of this, this conversation and topic is something that you must tune into and pay attention to. What is your mindset about this? Is it, God forbid, this won't happen to me? Or um, because it's in familial, you won't, you won't get it? Is it uh, your foods that you're eating that has caused your blood sugar to go up and now you've been diagnosed with it and you don't know what else to do? You're just stuck with this disease called diabetes. Whether it's type 1, which you know you're born with, or whether it's type 2 that you develop in life so two words familial that just means there's a family history of it it's in the genes dad had it or mom had it and now you have it another word you mentioned i'll clarify a bit later this ailment caused called diabetes you said reason of blood sugar that's the base that's the fundamental of it there's many elements involved in it, which we will delve into. Understand it for simplicity's sake. The bigger, bigger science will break down next week with our other guests. But for today, it's just that abnormally high blood sugar. And this abnormally high blood sugar affects many organs of the body. Of course, the pancreas. Yes, the eyes, the nerves, the hands, the feet. And that brings me into, as you're... On that mindset, if you've accepted that, okay, fine, I now have this disease, what really are you doing about it? It's important that you look at your nutrition, the things that you're eating. Are you sleeping well? Are you under stress? Because all of these things contribute to the blood sugar being raised. She touched on three areas. There's more, but she's touched on three very important ones. Stress, sleep, and food. All right. Let's break it down further. Okay, so during the course of your day, what you're eating in the morning, what time do you go to bed, what time do you wake up? I mean, I know, guys, this is Lagos, and Lagos is the busy city, but you must take time for yourself. And as you're taking time for yourself, are you listening to the signals that your body is giving you? Whether it is tingling in your hands, tingling or numbness down your feet, and with these different symptoms, whether it's even a headache, whether it's the frequent urination, that's the body talking to you. And so we, we have from Carib Health have come on Dr. Patrick's show on Inspiration FM to enlighten you and also to help you on this journey. We, we are doing a diabetic challenge and the diabetic challenge will start tomorrow. And we want you to sign up. Carib Health will sponsor five people for signing up on this diabetic challenge in which we hold your hand every day on the WhatsApp and guide you into keeping your blood sugar in the normal range. So we're not only discussing problem, we're also providing an avenue for solution. And you have an expert here who is going to who literally hold your hand Many people have misconceptions about diabetes. Many people have mindset that is very that is detrimental. We have cases upon cases where folks come in and because dad had it, 
to ensure they're going to walk down the same path that had, which was, was from pills to insulin to um, am- amputation to dialysis and eventually transition to the next world. That doesn't have to occur to you if you have diabetes and your family member and dad or mom had it. The mindset, as she's, as Sharice has mentioned, needs to be checked. If your mindset is in alignment with dad's or mom's history, you'll find that the treatments will not only be difficult to improve your situation, but you yourself will be, have a very defeatist behavior towards the various. So in this challenge, the mindset is a large component of it. That will be addressed also. Because that needs to be freed. And to understand that the body is created by God to heal itself. It has systems in it to heal. We are simply tools. We are simply um, there to assist the body do what it does best. That's the this, this challenge in a nutshell. You will learn a lot in, on the challenge. All right. Quite often when patients talk about nutrition and diabetes, they get scared because the first thing they think you're going to do is Take away all their food. Yes, you know the puff puff and the <coughs> yes, the minerals, the, mineral. mm. the cocoa drinks. And listeners, you have to be realistic. Do you want to continue on with this this disease? It's almost like yes, okay. You've had the in, the minerals, you've had the bread, you've had all these things. Are they doing any justice to the body? It's time to depart from them. And if you want better health. And you want to feel good, you want to feel rejuvenated, you want to feel energetic. When you wake up in the morning, you want to have that vibrancy. Then, yes, there are things that you need to change. That is just the bottom line. I love that word, that vibrancy. You want to wake up feeling just energized, loving, a joyousness. That's how Deepak Chopra defines wellness. Not just the absence of disease, but a joyfulness to life. A waking up and I'm like, wow, another beautiful day. As yes. opposed to, oh Lord. I'm tired. I could do some more shot eye. <laughs> yes. Um, folks who attended the Meristem program yesterday at Murakunla Park, you guys learned a lot from the various master classes that went on. All right. So get your paper, get your pencils. Yes, we'll open the lines shortly. We'll talk about nutrition. We'll talk about mindset. We talk about nutrition from, from perspectives of things you've been missing that you need to put back in and certain things that you just have to give up because they are creating the fire within. We use the word inflammation that allows ailments like diabetes to thrive. And if you don't feel scared enough right now, I'll scare you out some more. <laughs> I mean, I told you about, about, about amputation. I told you about, about um, dialysis. That doesn't bother you enough. Your memory will go. Yes. Y- you want that? Yes. Are, are you scared now? Are you going to get a pencil and paper and, and take, take serious notes? Guys, we give information. Health is by choice. You will choose. All right. That's nutrition and diabetes. What are some of the nitty-gritties that we need to take note of? Well, one, doctor, you mentioned the body healing itself. And many of our listeners are out there are wondering, can the body heal itself? Will this diabetes go? The number one thing and message that I want to make sure that you get is consistency. That's key. You can't be eating healthy today and tomorrow. It's off the table. So consistency is key. The timing of when you eat is key. Yes, we are all busy, but you must put effort in this. And just as we're putting effort in putting this challenge 
together on WhatsApp from wherever you are in Nigeria, in Lagos or so forth. We will hold your hand. We are taking time out to hold your hand that each day the blood sugar will regularize and become normal. It doesn't happen overnight, but the numbers will get better each day. Consistency. One of the factors that help you become consistent is having a support group around you, whether it's family, whether it's co-workers. Whether it's WhatsApp. <laughs> Bingo. This is the digital age. WhatsApp, social media. So we're going to use all these tools to create that support system so that to arrive at the mindset transition that diabetes is not a death sentence. It's not even a chronic disease. It can be reversed 100%. Type 2 can be reversed. Very, We know that fact, factually. And even some of the manifestations of diabetes, as was mentioned earlier, the tingling, the neuropathy, even some of the heart problems and visual problems can be reversed. But it takes a while. And then again, that key word is consistency. So, if one is to get into this challenge, how do they access it? Yes, they access it by calling or texting better because we're now on the radio. 0809-116-4455. Now, Carib Health is sponsoring five people to be on this challenge. 0809-116-4455. Send text and Carib Health will get back with you regarding this challenge. Okay. What are some of the things you can share with our listeners practically nutrition and diabetes? Um, practically, one, I want to, bef before we get to practicality, just touch on metabolic syndrome. Okay, another and, big word. Mm -hmm. And this metabolic syndrome just means that the body's metabolism is in chaos. So if you have high blood pressure, if you have arthritis, if you have heart disease, and then on top of that, diabetes, or they tell you you're pre-diabetic, it's important that you pay attention to your nutrition, your sleep, your stress level. Nutrition, sleep, and stress level. Three factors that tie into creating that chaos that factors into this metabolic syndrome. Yes. Now, the practical part of it, number one, we can't overemphasize about sleep. Number two, nutrition. Your eating must be on a schedule. Diabetics must eat small but frequent. And I said small. How do I emphasize that? Think, small. Think <laughs> <laughs> yes. So in the morning, it wouldn't be that you're eating... Uh, oats and moi moi and pounded yam and all egg. into the same breakfast because you 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 don't plan to eat for the rest of the day, and this is part of where we come in on guiding you with this challenge so that we are eating our local foods, and you're guided into what foods, what time, and then your grocery list things that you need to get locally. I like that it's all local produce. Okay, phone lines, our number here to ask questions about diabetes, about nutrition and diabetes, 
923-923. If you don't have the ailment, but you know someone else who has it, especially those who are newly diagnosed, call. It's important. Diabetes, if you don't reverse it, becomes, yes, a chronic disease. And it affects all the organs in the body from head to toe. The numbers are very disturbing, statistically, abroad and here and in Nigeria currently. And if you're uncertain whether you have diabetes, there are certain risk factors. Number one is obesity. Number two is... Well, wellness half hour. Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from? Yes. Hello, good afternoon. Okay. You were mentioning the risk factors or things that could predispose you yes. to diabetes. Number one is overweight. Number two is abdominal girth. For men and women, when you stand up, if you bend your neck and look down and you do not see your toes, something is in the way. That's the abdominal girth. One and a half hour. Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from? Okay, this test you just mentioned, folks, we can all do it. It's a very simple test. Everybody stand up. Wherever you are, just, just stand up. Okay, once you're standing, keep your head straight and slowly tilt your neck. Only your neck, not your back. Tilt your neck slowly till the eyes meet the floor. If you look down, while looking down, if you cannot see your feet, there's something blocking the view. That's abdominal girth, locally called pot belly, abibia belly. Yes, that's a big risk, risk factor. And but why is it really a risk factor? It's just, you know, excess, you know, good living now. <laughs> so, of course, that's fat accumulation around the organs. The organs do not like that. Whether that's fat, whether that's inflammation, the organs don't like it. See, even your organs have feelings. They don't like all that excess you know, kini kini around your <laughs> liver and your intestines and, kina, and what else you call it? Eh? Okay. They don't like it all. And that's why they give you diabetes after a while. So begin to listen to them. Let them feel good. No more. Go ahead. Yes. Number 0700 We're talking about diabetes from a nutrition perspective. And we're giving folks a chance who have this ailment or know somebody who has this ailment to get into a challenge where you're, it's like a support group, really. Your hands are held. You go through guidance. We've mentioned the impact of this ailment, not just on society, on the individual, but on the family members, too. Yes. Yes. So, wellness half hour. Good afternoon. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Not just on you, the individual, but on the entire family. There's financial consequences. And it just piles up because the disease just progresses. There is the burden of illness because you become more prone to getting the flu, to getting malaria, to getting other ailments like high blood pressure and arthritis and memory problems. The burden of illness just mounts as disease goes. And science is making it very clear that this disease doesn't have to be a chronic ailment. It can be stopped, it can be reversed, but there's a price you must pay in terms of the habits that have led to it 
and begin to unwind or undo these habits. Wellness Half Hour. Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from. Good afternoon. My name is Lawrence. I'm calling from my papa. Lawrence from my papa. Welcome. Please. This is a cholesterol policy for all four days. Lawrence, say it again. It's just a bit slower, sir. I think it's say cholesterol in the system. Oh, it's a... Uh, uh, okay, so when you have pot belly, you f- have fat accumulation eh, in the abdomen around the organs. Typically, people who have pot bellies or have diabetes tend to have high cholesterol also. Okay, so but it's fat, the general term is fat around the abdomen. And listeners, we're not just saying it's people who are overweight and have pot bellies. But also, slim people can have diabetes. Can have diabetes. So okay. don't just look at someone who is overweight and think, oh, they have it. A slim person can have diabetes as well. Okay. You mentioned the typical, some of the breakfast things that are concerning, loading up the breakfast. How should one view breakfast? Breakfast is the most important part of the day. So making sure you break that fast. And then, of course, what we have yet to mention is exercise. It doesn't have to be that you go in a gym, but after every meal, after every snack, you do need to walk around, jump in place, run in place. That does help the blood sugar come down a bit. Okay. So you want to be part of this diabetic um, challenge, send a text to 0809 Four four five five zero eight zero nine one one six four four five five. Walking. What about gymming? You know, lifting weights and doing the other stuff we men like to. Do. Well, we want to do more of a cardiovascular, so just small bursts of exercise. If you do um, gymming or so forth, that's fine. But let's start small. Let's start in baby steps. Let's start in baby steps. We're focusing primarily on type 2 diabetes, what is also called adult onset. Unfortunately, we're seeing an increasing incidence in younger and younger adults. Yes, and children. And children. Type 1, typically you're born with it. Your body doesn't make that very important hormone that's called insulin. In type 2, your body makes some of the insulin. In type 2, it could either be wellness half hour. Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from. Good, good afternoon. This is Margaret. Margaret, good afternoon. Please turn off your radio. For my young baby, please. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Please, I have uh, my right shoulder. I'm always having things there. I go to hospital. They give it to release. After the drug, you see, I'm still having the pain. Just the shoulder of my right hand. Shoulder of the right hand having pain. Okay. Margaret, I will... End of the show, we'll give you a number. Just send a text with that message and we will we'll communicate with you on things you can do at home to alleviate some of that um, pain. Today's show is primarily on diabetes and nutrition. So just... I should send a text to which number, sir? 0809-116-4455. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 
So, even in type 2 diabetes, doctors do evaluation to see what are the factors that have led up to it. We've touched on, we've touched on nutrition, we've touched on sleep, we've touched on stress, mindset, mindset, genetics. The component of nutrition is becoming very concerning in our society. And in, in schools as well. Children, yes. Wow. So how, how, do you guys have any programs for children? Yes, we do. Um, and we do free seminars. Just follow us on Instagram, Carib Health NG, or Wellness Hour on Instagram. Okay. You'll find us there and there's this month which we which has been fo- which is focused on diabetes we'll do a lot information we'll give you tips we'll give you stru- things you can do structurally to understand what your body is going through why diabetes is occurring and what you can do to st- halt its progression and then reverse it it is completely reversible type 2 diabetes it is reversible. You don't have to live and die with diabetes. In children, if a child has diabetes, shouldn't one be also worried about educating the parents? Absolutely. And so I know many times we do different seminars in schools, whether it's PTA, just having the um, parents' attention and bringing the awareness of what the different signs of diabetes is. Awareness in, in schools, mm-hmm. and that's the students and teachers, or students, teachers, parents. Okay. Yes. And how's the response when you do the seminars from the school? Children the teachers? are very receptive. Children are very smart. One is that they're learning from the examples we are setting. Parents are also very grateful for the information and how they can change things. And once the children understand. Mm-hmm. Wellness Half Hour, good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from. Good afternoon. Yes, sir, good afternoon. Yeah, my name is Eze. Welcome, Eze. Go ahead. And where are you calling from? Um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to contribute, I wanted to ask a few questions. Yes, sir. You mentioned um, uh, somebody that has four belly. Yes, sir. Okay, um... The, the question is, I went to the clinic recently. I went to the clinic recently and my blood sugar was tested. My blood sugar was tested and I was, I was told that uh, my blood sugar was not high. That I, I have a normal blood sugar. Are you with me? Yes, very much. Yes, go ahead, Izzy. I have a normal blood sugar and that I was scared because uh, you know, I always caution. I always caution what I take in because I make it mandatory that I don't. It has been years I've drank. Uh, I've drank beer. I've stopped drinking beer and I stopped neutrally drinking mineral, sugar, anything sugary. You know, just to avoid this particular blood sugar level growing up. So I wanted to know: is there anything someone can take? that could reduce, let's say, for instance, that could reduce 
that could reduce fat in the body. Like uh, was, uh, I was advised that I should take uh, apple cider. Apple cider bonds, um, uh, um, apple cider make you to have this uh, hormone that burn in fat, that burns fat okay. particularly because to me, is I don't know what I take. I don't know what I do. Okay. So I always increase my fat. Uh, is is a let, let me let me begin by applauding you for going for your checkup. That's awesome, and I, you're listening to the, the advice that's presented. Over this month, every Sunday at one o'clock, we'll touch on diabetes from several some scenarios. There's a, a lot to put, put together on the issue of taking certain things to help reduce fat. We'll address that also. So just join, keep, stay with us this month as, as we journey through. If you if okay. you ha- if you have family who have diabetes, let them, tell them to go on and be part of this challenge. That Number to text interest in the challenge is 0809-116-4455. I, I understand you, but I just wanted to know, if you are, your, blood, your sugar level is very low and you are, your, your blood sugar level is okay and you are fat, does it mean that you, are, um, you have any tendency of having uh, diabetes? Okay. So that was my question. Okay. Last question. Go ahead. Okay. So once you're once you're overweight into the stomach region, lifestyle changes. Once you tackle lifestyle changes and nutrition, the tummy will go down. It doesn't go down overnight. It's not magic. So it's a journey. And another thing I want to point out before we wrap up the show is, diabetes does not equal only sugar so if you're taking in and this is what you learn on the whatsapp as well if you're taking in lots of breads flour biscuits crackers i know we love biscuit and crackers here if we're taking in those things yes those things will also increase the blood sugar so we are holding your hands taking you step by step on how to eat whether you have diabetes or not okay i think our time is just about up Today was part one on diabetes. We looked at diabetes and nutrition. There'll be more coming up every Sunday this month on diabetes. Thank you very much for listening. And the number to be part of this diabetic challenge is 0809-116-4455. Just send a text that you want to be part of the challenge. Okay? And like as was mentioned, five people will be sponsored into the challenge. 0809-116-4455. Thank you. Have a blessed week. Nigeria's number one family radio station. Sundays will never be the same again. Sunday evenings in Lagos will take a new turn on radio. How about quality conversation on major Nigerian issues? This is all for this year that will have engaged and employed. You know that a lot of people were expecting bad news from Nigeria to grow The Sunday conversation. Now, it cannot tell us how to do it. It can be able to give us a key achievement, which they achieve when it's there. Yes, that's what it is. The Sunday conversation right here 
on Inspiration 92.3, on Biased, Reportorials, Deliberate, Conversations on Life-Changing Matters, The Sunday Conversation. The Sunday Conversation comes on air 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Inspiration 92.3 in the city of Lagos every Sunday. The Sunday Conversation with Benga James, Opinel Kuli, and Taiwo Olakpade. The Sunday Conversation. Let's have a meaningful conversation. Join us. Can you describe the feeling when the vibe hits you? It's awesome. All right, just check it out. Welcome to the Vibe, the city of urban, fresh and hot and smashing sound. sound, sound, sound. When the Vibe machines are unleashed on the city. The biggest songs. What's the bar now? What's the elevator? All right, sir. Are you ready to show us what you're doing? 